Gospel according to St. Matthew. Some Pharisees approached Jesus and tested him, saying, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any cause whatever? He said in reply, Have you not read that from the beginning the Creator made them male and female, and said, It is for this reason that a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, What God has joined together, man must not separate. They said to him, Then why did Moses command that the man give the woman a bill of divorce and then dismiss her? And he said to them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning it was not so. I say to you, Whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage be unlawful, and marries another, commits adultery. His disciples said to him, If that is the case of a man with his wife, then it is better not to marry. He answered, Not all can accept this word, but only those to whom that is granted. Some are incapable of marriage because they were born so, some because they were made so by others, some because they have renounced marriage for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Whoever can accept this ought to accept it. The Gospel of the Lord. Peace to you. Three years ago or so, when I took the dog in for that first surgery, I retrieved him several hours later, and the vet had made a little collar for him that was black with a white notch on top. Got to make him like the other priests in the house, Father. And then she smiled and she said, Now, I'm a Protestant, but correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't some made so by God and others by others? And I said, Well, yeah, it says something like that. And she said, Well, this one was made so by a woman. That is, of course, not what the Lord is talking about. I think the example that we have in St. Jane is actually much closer to what he's pointing to. Some are incapable of marriage because they were born so. Okay, that's a relatively small uh, amount of the population, but it's a thing. Some made so by others. This doesn't mean what happened to poor Reggie. And some because they have renounced marriage for the kingdom of heaven. Whoever can accept this when they can accept it, ought to accept it. In the ejemplo de uh, Santa Jane Francis de Chantal, uh, una, una santa sus reliquias en nuestro altar, es un gran ejemplo de, de las varias maneras en una vida. Primero, uh, es una esposa. Después, un, uh, uh, una hermana. Right? So, so the great mystery of St. Jane's life is she was really able to live more than one vocation, responding not, not to some like, preset plan for God's, for, of God for her that he gave her in secret in her head, but rather 
responding to the movements of God as she came to know them in the course of her own life. This is really important, right? Because it's real easy to get set on what we think our life is supposed to be. And then when God tweaks it, we get real resistant and crabby. That's not the play here. There's also a way in which we tell the saints stories that can make this all very unhelpful. I want you to hear this because I was reading it earlier today and it made me mad. You should know what makes your priest mad. The death of her husband, the writer says, while accidentally shot while on a hunt, she bore with Christ-like composure and with all her heart forgave the person who had killed him and then later acted as sponsor for one of his children in order to show her forgiveness openly. Okay, so that happened over the course of like 20 years. Now, if you tried to take all of the Greek you've ever known and compress it into one sentence, you get dumb stuff like that. And it hurts people because then it sets up expectations for us. Like, if I've really forgiven somebody, it must be like that. Here's what really happened to St. Jane and how she found ultimately her vocation as a sister. Her husband was a big jerk. She didn't want to get married. She wanted to be a sister, and her dad wouldn't let her, and so married her off to this baron. And he was a big jerk. Domestic violence, booze, other women. Other women to the degree that he fathered a child with somebody else in the first year of their marriage, and then had the stones to bring that kid home and ask her to raise it. Okay? So this is not a healthy household. She works on him for years. She finally gets him to start coming back to church with her. He makes a good confession and immediately gets shot while on a hunt. Jane did not endure this with Christ-like composure. She was pissed and she was angry and she didn't come out of the house for almost a year. She was so upset that the family had to stage kind of an intervention because she still had eight kids at home. So they had to come in and sort of take the kids away. This would be like DHS coming in to take your kids away today. And, and they had to kind of shake her and say, like, you've got to get your act together or they're going to put you in the loony bin sort of thing, right? So she was just, she was so angry and she was so depressed, she, she couldn't muster it. So what they did was they brought her to church where there was a new bishop, St. Francis de Sales, also in our altar, and she heard him preach, and she thought to herself, maybe he can help me out of this. So she started going to see him once a week. And at first, it wasn't anything direct. It was just kind of telling her story. And then when she talked about how she was afraid to leave the house, because she was afraid of running into the man who had shot her husband, he said, all right. Here's what we're going to do. Every day, I want you to leave the house and I want you to take a 15-minute walk. And as you walk, on the face of every fourth person you see, I want you to imagine the face of this guy that shot her husband. She did that for a couple weeks. She came back. She said, it's better. I can do it now. All right. Now, the walks are half an hour. And it's every third person. Then, it was 45 minutes and every other person. Until she was taking walks an hour each day, several walks an hour each day, 
and imagining the face of the man who killed her husband on every person she met. Until she finally ran into him. And then she was able, with Christ-like composure, to forgive him and move on. And that ultimately became the seed of her own community, which was designed for women who were sinking careers and couldn't endure all the rigors of traditional religious life. If we can accept this, we ought to. Because it'll make us saints. Not because it's quick and easy, but because it's long and hard and worth it.